For the ANA Center for Brand Purpose podcast, I'm Ken Bollier. If you haven't noticed, the world is changing, and with it, the role of brands. Consumers not only expect brands to be a force for social and environmental change, they demand it. And they're voting for brands with purpose with their wallets. Is that message starting to sink in with more brands to the benefit of society and the planet? Well, let's find out right now from someone who knows. Joining me today from Burlingame, California, is Coanne Skrizniars, founder and CEO of Sustainable Brands. Coanne and her team help brand leaders overcome environmental and social challenges to drive innovation, business, and brand value. Coanne, welcome. It's so nice to be with you, Ken. Terrific. So, Coanne, I would love for you to tell me a little bit more about the mission of Sustainable Brands and how your organization's helping them you know, elevate the conversation about sustainability and their role in society. You know, we started the company in, uh, in 2006 in its current form to expressly to inspire and enable the shift that we saw coming to a sustainable commerce model for the future. We saw at the time a number of market drivers that were at work that we knew weren't going to go away, including the kinds of resource constraints that we're all starting to recognize more now, climate change, income inequality, migration, and uh, and the role of the internet in creating ubiquitous, ubiquitous mm-hmm. access to information, all of which was really going to create conditions for mm-hmm. both requirement and opportunity for change. Um, so that's, that's our basic, our, our, was our basic purpose. We, we really wanted to change the narrative uh, around the role of this in society. Are you seeing that, you know, there's more interest from brands in sustainability best practices? Oh, heavens, yes. It's been a, a just a, a magnitude of change and, and shift over the last more than a decade. Terrific. So I recently came across this finding from a Unilever study that blew me away, that uh, an estimated 1.2 trillion opportunity exists for brands that make their sustainability credentials clear. So a couple of questions for you, Coanne. Are you shocked by that number? And what would you say are you know is holding back brands? No, I'm not shocked at all. And in fact, that's a, a low estimate. Uh, there's a, a, a kind of widely circulated uh, statistic today that from the Business and Sustainable Development Commission that was launched in Davos in 2016. that actually says that there's a $12 trillion opportunity in responding to the SDGs. So we think the opportunity mm-hmm. is huge. Uh, there are a lot of things that have been holding the world back, uh, and they relate to... Uh, both internal uh, shared understanding of the opportunity, which has typically been sitting in the CSR or sustainability seat, but is only now beginning to migrate to the senior executive, including the CMO seat. Um, investors have been a little slow to get in the game, but that's shifting as well. Consumers have been co- confused. Um, they want to participate uh, in the shift that they really want to see happen in the world, but they don't really know how. So uh, mm-hmm. various things holding holding the world back, um, but uh, we're seeing all of that change. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Uh, you, you mentioned you know sort of it's now elevating up to the C-suite. How important it is to get buy-in from from senior leaders? Well, I think it's it's fundamentally critical. I mean, we have really um, seen the work that we're doing as much as anything as a business transformation effort. Um, and engaging in business transformation requires engaging all of the key stakeholders of business. One of the things that, you know, is, is unique to the, the future that we've been trying to battle against is the 
the need to be looking much more systemically at how to um, respond to the complex challenges we face in the world today. And, you know, that's rough because we've um, had the habit of, of operating in silos, which has been a really effective way to create value in the last century, but is no longer effective. So really, really important to get all of those C-suite folks into the conversation. Sure, and would you say that it's up to marketing then to roll it out, or is it really a you know sort of a company-wide philosophy? Well, you know, this is one of the things we've been after since the beginning is really to redefine the, the definition of brand in a world before the internet where mm. the, there was not quite so much visibility on the internal operations of the company. It was mm. fine to have brand be more of a, an external marketing exercise. But in today's world, brand is really who you are, what you do, and how you do it first. And that means that there has to be full integrity between you know, what the brand promise is going out into a marketplace and how it's delivered through the operations, through the business model, through the choices of materials and packaging, you know, through uh, the, the uh, commitments to supply chain norms and behaviors and all the other aspects of uh, you know, what it takes to actually deliver a brand to market. Otherwise, mm -hmm. consumers, you know, sense that lack of integrity and 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 don't believe and you know what happens when you have a brand that isn't believed in. So Kawan, you said that sustainability is not about saving the planet, it's about saving humanity and that's a pretty powerful statement. I was kind of hoping you could elaborate. Sure, I mean at the end of the day environmental issues are human issues but the fact is that um, the, the pollution in our, in our environment and the growing resource constraints that we face affect and, and climate change affect our own capacity to to sustain ourselves as a species. So, you know, it's, it's a one step removed to say that that we have to fix the planet if people don't understand that that is the planet that sustains our economy and us as, as a species. Um, you know, we, we're missing the point. Is that is that something that you tell your members? Is that, uh, you know, a, a point of emphasis, would you say? A hundred percent. And I think, um, you know, the two of the, the things we've been working to redefine, one is what brand is and the other is what sustainability is. And, mm -hmm. you know, issues like migration and in income inequality and all of the other things that are creating, you know, social pressure, social pressures that, that uh, uh, disrupt the fabric of society are also sustainability issues, you know, and they're all quite interconnected. When, when you have climate change that Im impacts the capacity of one country to feed itself because of, you know, a drought or what have you, and migration happens as a result of that, that creates pressures, that creates wars, that creates, you know, a tendency to um, drive to protectionism and uh, potentially war and other things. So all of these things are, are really interconnected, and I, I think that's one of the, um, again, points that we all need to be focusing on for the future is to learn how to think more systemically, both about the challenges that create business opportunity and also how we approach them. Do you see that um, you know these important issues like climate change are being driven by millennials? Yes and no. I think um, you know the global companies that you and we work with all have commodities researchers that understand that, for example, if you're a, a Mars or a Nestle and rely on the accessibility of cocoa, and you realize that cocoa is becoming harder to source and the supply is, um, you know, is weak, that is a fundamental brand issue. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly, um, you know, uh, 
climate change and all the other social environmental pressures that we face are front and center for millennials who are just born into the world with a little bit more social, I mean, systemic consciousness. Why do you feel it's important for brands to view these do-good efforts, not as an added expense, but as important elements of a purpose-led business strategy? Well, as we pointed out in the beginning of the conversation, there are growing um, bits of evidence that say that this is the path to growth. Working mm -hmm. to respond to social and environmental challenges is a, is a growth opportunity fundamentally. And we, we see all kinds of research that says that consumers are expecting it. We know that upcoming labor force uh, is, is looking for companies to work for that are committed to generating real value beyond just profit, not that profit is not important, but profit should be a, a derivative of creating value rather than a primary you know, objective. Stakeholders requiring it and the growth is there. Do you feel though that there's still some skepticism about a purpose-led business strategy leading to growth? Do you feel that's one hurdle that still needs to be overcome? I think that the old mental models and uh, sort of academic uh, frameworks that we have been taught to operate from are creating a bit of myopia. And yes, I do think some circles have a sense of skepticism, but I also know that there is growing evidence of companies and brands who are delivering growth um, from, from a focus on real purpose. I think the, the problem is, you know, if you don't really rethink what it means to deliver on a purpose, meaning that you don't, uh, you don't have operational integrity underneath the brand purpose commitment, you won't have success. And so there are failures. The failures are coming from old world approaches to the problem. And until we actually, you know, uh, approach the opportunity with a little bit more holistic uh, view and intention, um, you know, there will be failures and those failures do create skepticism. But uh, we're, we're more focused on the success stories. You recently launched Brands for Good, Tell me a little bit about the objectives of that initiative and uh, the benefits to brands. This is uh, an initiative that is framed within a context of a larger bit of work that, that we're doing around creating what we call a brand transformation roadmap, which is defining, our brand transformation roadmap is, is defining what the North Star is for as a sustainable brand of the future. One of those key characteristics is to use brand influence to help drive sustainable living into society. Um, and so Brands for Good is, is about that. It's 100% really focusing on using brand influence with some tools um, and research that we have been developing to help what we say is, we, we say is close the intent to action gap in the consumer base. Because we have a growing amount of research that says that, that consumers really want to live a more sustainable life, but they don't know how to do it. And they, um, you know, are struggling with uh, confidence and trust in what brands are telling them and they're confused. So there's a lot of work to be done on trying to, trying to simplify and help um, consumers change their, their behavior um, and habits in the same way, you know, businesses need to change their behavior and their habits. So that's what brands for about closing that intent to action gap and helping connect sustainable living with the notion of the good life of the future. How are brands, to, you know, to this point responding to the initiative? And I guess more important, what makes you feel optimistic as you move forward? Really positively. I'm, you know, the 80 companies who are part of our 
um, growing member network all really understand inherently that innovation for sustainability is the path of the future mm-hmm. and that they they know that one of the obstacles they have to really work on is overcoming that intent to action gap. So, um, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm for coming together as a coalition of brands to help leverage this toolset that we've got um, working together to, to help really make that sustainable living a connection mm-hmm. again the good life, help, help redefine what the good life looks like. So you, you just mentioned uh, earlier about the brand transformation roadmap, and I was just hoping that you could elaborate a little bit, maybe tell me about some of the uh, other key elements and uh, again, how, how it's benefiting brands. The thing that we recognized over time is, again, there there really hasn't been what we would call a North Star that defines what a sustainable brand is and helps people understand that it's not just marketing or product. And so we came together with a group of brands and NGOs to um, to, to kind of synthesize all the research and work that's out there in the field to develop a pretty simple five-by-five matrix and an assessment tool that um, defines these five core characteristics of a sustainable brand. And those characteristics include, first and foremost, that the the brand is operating from a place of purpose beyond profit, uh, that it uses its brand influence to help influence sustainable lifestyles across its value network, that it is focusing on um, driving regenerative operations in its business, that it is trying to create business models uh, and, and values in its uh, offerings to con- customers that are net positive, so that don't um, reflect trade-offs in providing one benefit uh, on one hand, but at a cost on the other hand. Um, and then also that that, that these companies uh, align their governance with their purpose commitments. So those are the five core areas. And then we, we have created a, a maturity map against each of those characteristics that help companies understand what they need to be doing from uh, to, to move from being a conventional business to being a sustainable brand. And, the, and this gives them kind of, the assessment tool gives them a way to measure where they are and help them understand what steps they can take to move ahead. Well, you mentioned the uh, the whole measurement piece of it. And I want to just ask, you know, if you could just comment a little more about that. I, I, I would assume that that's what brands are saying, that if we follow this roadmap, Ultimately, it's got to be some way for us to measure our success, and it sounds like you're heading down that road. We are absolutely looking at metrics, and I'm, I mean, it's, it's been quite interesting because there are a lot of, of metrics and assessments of various sorts out there, but none of them are very holistic in nature. So our, our, uh, our role has been to kind of con- consolidate and synthesize all of the work out that's out there and then simplify it. In, in such a way that it can be actionable for the company. Part of what we're doing with Brands for Good is actually to create a lifestyle transformation roadmap that's quite similar, that takes all this complexity out there and helps uh, consumers think about, you know, what are the five core lifestyle principles that I can adopt and what are the key behaviors that I can choose that will help actually really have impact in the world. Um, and then help helps them see like collectively that one individual actually can make a difference in in changing the world in positive ways by adding their actions to the actions of others. What what would you say are the roadblocks that you feel your members need to clear to meet our growing expectations for you know more sustainable solutions? Overcoming old mental models and habits. It, it's you know learning to collaborate across the system, both internally between 
sustainability, marketing, and innovation, uh, and also um, inter externally. So uh, it's one of the things that, that we're seeing that we're excited about uh, is, is just the increasing recognition and willingness uh, to collaborate that brands, brands are starting to come to the table with. They realize that it's not possible for them to tackle a lot of the big systems changes by themselves. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get break, break down old ways of working in silos and old ways of seeing the world as hostile and competitive and really change the, the, the thinking. But um, my, we're, we're more and more seeing willingness and readiness uh, to, to move in that direction. And that, that definitely gets me out for the future. So how can brands get involved for Brands for Good? Do you first have to become a member of Sustainable Brands or is that a separate sort of initiative that anyone can, can partake in? We think it's important to become a member of SB because that is uh, pro provides access to this brand transformation roadmap. And again, what we've seen is that the brands that try to go out to market, and you may have had exposure to this back in those maybe 2007 timeframe when many people rushed to the, the green brand uh, kind of trend at the moment and failed at that. The reason they failed is because they didn't have an internal roadmap that helped them understand whether they were actually a green brand or not. So while the Brands for Good initiative is really focused on um, consumer influence, our, uh, we think that it's important to kind of validate and create confidence in going out to the consumer base for companies to actually you know, have a commitment to being on the, the journey to become a sustainable brand themselves. So are there any other points that you wanted to make um, that you think our listeners would be interested in, in hearing? Yeah, just, just that I'm excited to know that your community has, has you know, come to be really interested in this topic and is starting to really recognize the, the market drivers. I think all of your um, emphasis on the, the need to rethink paths to growth are really resonant for us and um, the importance that you're placing on the need to really stay relevant, improve brand trust, you know, be able to attract new talent and in the workforce and to be um, relevant to the upcoming younger consumer base. All of those things are really served by really thinking about how environmental and social um, innovation can uh, be the solution to all of those problems. I think uh, it's 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 a good moment for us and for us to and I look forward to working together with y'all to help accelerate this this movement. Yeah, absolutely, Cohen. Thank you so much for joining me today in the AA Center for Brand Purpose podcast. I I greatly appreciate it. It's it, it's really a pleasure, and as I say, I'm looking forward to collaborating. And for those who want to learn more about sustainable brands, please visit sustainablebrands.com. Again, Cohen, thank you. Until next time, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.